There is no secret formula for better customer service. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can easily support and grow your customer base. Secrets out, everybody. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com slash service to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It's Wednesday, November 29th. I'm Mark Dent here with Rob Litterst, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. It's official. Christmas creep is upon us. Decorations are getting more elaborate than ever, and they're popping up earlier than ever. And it's not even just a Christmas thing. We're going to talk about the rising influence of holiday decor all year round. But before we do, let's catch up on everything else that's making headlines in the world of business and tech. Okay, big news for the stock market yesterday. Sheehan has reportedly filed for an IPO in the U.S., Despite concerns over the Chinese fast fashion giant's environmental and business practices, its expected valuation is as high as $90 billion. This would be a huge IPO, which will obviously not happen for months, most likely, but we're talking about basically a full year where there hasn't been any big IPOs, and now Xi'an could be coming on the scene in the near future. Yeah. Sheehan's IPO, I think, has been on the radar for quite a bit now, yeah. and their numbers are ridiculous. If you look at not only their revenue numbers, but also just the number of items they can produce in a small amount of time, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And there's obviously a lot of, I think, environmental and ethical concerns about how much waste they are producing, right. but they're not the only fast fashion player. This is something that's been happening for a while I think Sheehan is just kind of the latest and perhaps the most extreme case. And I do think that if they go public, there's probably going to be more pressure than ever on their environmental impact. And they're probably going to have to disclose numbers around what they're doing to reconcile that. And so I honestly think it's actually probably a good thing for them to be public to help counter some of that stuff. Get a little bit of sunshine out there. Exactly. All right, moving on. The UK's competition watchdog, the Competition and Markets Authority, said that Adobe's proposed $20 billion acquisition of Figma could harm the UK's digital design sector. And so it has effectively blocked the deal until their concerns have been addressed. And Amazon's facing similar troubles. In a surprise setback, EU regulators objected to Amazon's pending $1.7 billion deal to buy iRobot, which makes the Roomba. So in order to purchase iRobot, Amazon must prove that its acquisition would not limit competition in the robot vacuum market. Speaking of robots, SI has an AI problem. According to the news site Futurism, the once-vaunted magazine Sports Illustrated used phony writers with AI-created headshots to write very poorly written articles. This is not the first time that we've seen a news website have some stories allegedly written by AI, and it's not going to be the last. But this one is really captivating, not just because of the details that Futurism has put out there, but also this is Sports Illustrated. Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, I think back to the days when I used to read Sports Illustrated, I am that old, and Rick Riley would just be turning over in his grave. They're really like one of those titles, I think, They really kind of cut their teeth on original reporting and journalism with voice. And I think even up until now, like I still look at Sports Illustrated as kind of this vaulted place in sports journalism. 
it's going to become clear when companies are using AI instead of actual writers, right? And I think it's actually going to make it even more important for writers to use their own unique voice and have their own unique style as more and more titles and magazines and media sites kind of converge around this generic AI voice that I think is just inevitably going to happen. Yeah. And to just kind of show how bad this AI voice is and these articles were that were on Sports Illustrated's website, which have since been taken down as soon as Futurism contacted Sports Illustrated about them. But here's a line from one that was like about volleyball, who was written by an AI person with the name Drew Ortiz. And Drew Ortiz wrote that volleyball, quote, can be a little tricky to get into, especially without an actual ball to practice with. (laughs) (laughs) extremely smart writing thanks for the insight drew (laughs) (laughs) all right okay finally royal caribbean officially owns the world's largest cruise ship as builders have completed its new 1200 foot 250,000 ton behemoth after nearly three years of work the maiden voyage is set for january with 10,000 people on board including more than 2,000 crew members that is a large ship unreal Yeah, I have nothing else to add. That is huge. (laughs) All right, so then let's move on to the main story. You know how the second Thanksgiving turkey is carved that Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You pretty much automatically goes up to number one on the charts. You also start to see Home Alone on TV all the time. Four Christmases, for some reason, is always on there. Yep. Just the other night, I was being also like an old person. I was going through the channels <laughs> on YouTube TV, though, on YouTube TV. And sure enough, there was an X-Files Christmas episode that was on, you know? Unbelievable. It, it just happened so quickly right? And decorations are the same way. There were a lot of decorations already up before Thanksgiving. I'm seeing a lot more. You know, it's not just me though, right, Rob? Like there's some actual research going into this that's showing decorations are just kind of taking off harder and faster than ever. Oh, for sure. We in my household definitely decorate for the holidays. You know, we put some pumpkins out around October in preparation for Halloween. We throw wreaths outside for the Christmas season. And I think back in the day, that might pass as some solid enthusiasm for the holidays, but we are far behind most of our neighbors. Our neighbors go way further into decorating than we do. And it's cool to see data that kind of backs up that anecdotal evidence. So the National Retail Federation is forecasting that holiday spending will reach a record high this year between $957 billion and $966 billion, which is either a 3% or 4% increase from 2022. So some Big, big movement there. So why is this happening? So one of the primary reasons that people suspect this is happening actually goes back to COVID when supply chain issues Hmm. pushed many people to order their decorations earlier than usual. Okay. It seems at least today that that cycle has stuck. The last few years, people have started ordering their decorations a lot earlier and have just been getting more into the holidays. And I I could also just kind of see COVID and kind of being trapped inside and, you know, working from home, kind of pushing more and more people to kind of celebrate the holidays like that and just go all in on decorations and just look for something to kind of get excited and get outside about. Yeah, I totally remember when people, and this was, of course, during kind of the worst days of COVID two, three years ago, I just would see so many of like my friends posting on social media. It's like, it's dark and cold and I need something happy in my life. Right. And so they'd buy like $200 worth of Christmas lights or decorations and everything. 
Exactly. Exactly. And the other thing about it that I think is underrated is that there is kind of like a virality contagion impact and effect. So like if you see your neighbor putting some Christmas lights up, maybe you'll want to do that yourself. And I think this happens all over the place where people might not even be thinking about putting up decorations and then they see neighbors do it and they start getting excited about it and decide that they want to do something bigger than, than they originally thought themselves. Yeah. And I feel like it's maybe also not only just your neighbors, but with social media as well, you're able to see that other people are putting some like massive inflatable (laughs) or just some completely like gigantic decoration that you would maybe normally find tacky, or at least you fear that other people would find tacky. So you're like, well, if other people are doing it, then thank God I'm going to go do it now too. Totally. Because I think there's some of that going on. I completely agree. I think we covered this last year, but there's that 12-foot skeleton from Home Depot that went viral last year. And I think, at least in my neighborhood, the decorations for Halloween are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think people are going to start having you know, decorations that are like the size of their house. It's really crazy. This year, there's an $180 jack-o'-lantern named Lewis that apparently captured the hearts and wallets of consumers, racking up over 55 million views on TikTok and selling out on Target's website. So it really kind of seems like these over-the-top decorations, there's no end in sight. People just love this stuff. And honestly, the spending backs it up. American consumers dropped an estimated $12.2 billion on Halloween decorations this year and spent an average of $108 each on the holiday, which is a record high. And honestly, that is just a wild amount of money to spend on decorations. Right. And that spending number that we had earlier of, I I mean, nearly a trillion, you know, $966 billion or so estimated, that includes a lot of different holiday spending. But that said, a large portion of Americans are planning to spend on decorations. I think it's a survey from Deloitte that showed 82% of respondents say they plan to spend on items like decorations this season. So it is going to be a sizable amount of money on decorations. Have you started buying any decorations, Rob? You know what? We literally just got our tree this past weekend. We typically get the tree right after Thanksgiving, so on schedule this year. And we also got a couple of wreaths, so we have a couple of wreaths going on outside. But honestly, beyond that, we don't go super hard with decorations for Christmas. We definitely decorate the inside of our house more. And my wife handles that, and we'll break out the Christmas tree decorations, the snowman decorations and Santa and elves, which I'm sure will be vibrant and dancing all over our house in the next week. What about you? So I got married, you know, a year and a half ago and very smartly, I asked for a lot of Halloween and Christmas decorations as part of our wedding gifts. Amazing. So among the wedding gifts that we got, you know, last year were a Christmas tree, three wreaths that we have outside, all kinds of Christmas lights. I asked for a witch that fits on a tree for Halloween, some various jack-o'-lantern type of things. So I've had my fill of decor for now and have not had to spend anything yet. Incredible. Those are amazing investments. The witch on a tree, I've seen that decoration and it is an absolute instant classic. That is great. I love it every single time I see those. They're very funny. I completely agree. Witch on the tree is the new classic for Halloween. Totally. And that's going to do it for us today, everyone. So thank you for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. So if you're not subscribed, please go get signed up at thehustle.co slash email. We'll catch you tomorrow.
Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Al and Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.